1: You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben-Amin and Tatiana Keane jones For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack.
0: For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to the Fedrooms! This is the Emergency Broadcasting System.
1: Welcome to the Lack of Us podcast, a podcast covering the last of us from the perspective of people of color, powered by the great folks at For All Nerds, where we always say inclusion is revolution. Mm-hmm. And here in the pe- Petri dish, I always mess that one up, <laughs> the Petri Petri dish, it's your boy DJ Ben aka Cordyceps Rex, aka Holy shit Joel, aka smoking <laughs> on that gas of us, aka whoop whoop, lickin', lickin', whoop, whoop. Joe, please, whatever. <laughs> there we go. And as you hear, it's my co host sitting here with me in the Petri dish.
0: Satiana King, aka Four Spores in Seven Years Ago, aka For Us by The Last of Us, aka Elliot Ness, aka. The Blacks of Us. And as always, we are back to talk The Lack of Us. This is the last episode of Season 1, Episode 9. We made it here despite... Everything
1: <laughs> our reservations.
0: Despite our reservations, despite the madness, despite the depression.
1: Despite getting clowned on our YouTube channel for saying that we, you know, had different opinions. Oh Jesus. This is
0: my say- oh gosh, it's just too dark for you guys. Y'all you should, should watch be-
1: Teletubbies.
0: M- man up. <laughs> like Yeah.
1: yeah. It's Maybe emotional. you're emotional. Just- I was like, wow, fam. Like we like- get
0: clowned for being emotional. We get clowned for not being emotional. We got like it's like whatever. Like, but right. I appreciate you watching and listening. But yes. Thank
1: you for the comments as always.
0: Yeah, we're here. This is episode nine, titled Look for the Lights. This is the finale episode. Ain't much of that here.
1: Listen. <laughs> well, Listen. I mean, Joel made some people see the light, that's for sure. <laughs> I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. They don't miss him anymore, boy. They found him. <laughs> <laughs> they met that man see at the crossroads. See you at the
0: crossroads. <laughs> my God!
1: <laughs> Joel was like, don't worry about that. I got you, homes." <laughs> then
0: I mean... I like. Should we should we give it overall, <laughs> or should we just say, oh. go do it the right
1: way"? Like, how stuff
0: we liked and
1: overall, yeah. I I I enjoyed overall this series. episode. Let's oh, say the okay. Series. Let's say the series. Wow. Let's say the
0: series. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a good solid show. I would yes. rate it uh, about a seven to ten overall. You know, first season about seven to ten. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think uh Pedro and Bella raise it. Occasionally to a nine of 10. And then everything goes, occasionally drags it down to about a five of 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah. I'd say that pretty sternly. Because that's
0: a very good assessment, Ben. I agree with you.
1: It's, uh, Bomani Jones made a point the other day. I think I mentioned it when he was talking about The Wire versus Snowfall, right? And he's like, first of all, The Wire's just on another level, just entirely. Second of all, Snowfall is a show that has incredible actors. That are sometimes dragged down by the material that they have to deliver. Right. Right. And people rate it so high because these actors are so good. And that's how I feel about this show. I feel like Pedro and Bella are doing, I mean, just fucking unbelievable work. They're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, the Lord's work on this show. And Mm. then there are things that are like, as people brought up last week, you know, we talked about the cartoonishness of the big boss villain. And people say it's straight from the game, etc., and etc. And okay. as other reviews pointed out, yeah, okay. As other <laughs> reviews pointed out, the game isn't so on the nose about things. And that's one of the things that I have problems with this episode and with this series in general is I feel the writing must have been dumbed down. As for someone who's never played the game, I feel like it had to have been dumbed down because there's moments like, oh, yeah. I mean, I was just talking about this with my boy. We were on vacation. We were talking about this, right? And he's like, <laughs> my man said it. He's like, was dude, like, was that his fetish? You know, ooh, I've been waiting for a burning building, baby. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> like, very strange. Finally, time to get my, you know, like, very, really? Very, very strange. strange. And in the video game, it might work because, you know, there's fire and your character has to dodge the fire and stuff. And, you know, and also in the video game, he doesn't make the direct attempt to, you know. Um, Hard word. Yeah, to do that. You know, I don't even like saying those words. But, yeah, he doesn't make the attempt to do that. You know, he just is trying to kill a shorty, pretty much. And then it's, you know, the subtext is that's what he wants. Right. Not that I've been waiting my whole life for this.
0: And I can see in dramatic instances where, like, you know, the building's happening to caught on fire and it's happening. It's not, you know, and it's just like it's stuff happening around you at the same time concurrently. And to your point, he's just trying to unalive her. Yes, for like, in the show, it just didn't translate properly. <laughs> my I told it was, about Kathleen, like, less prioritized. And they did it twice in a
1: season. That's what <laughs> I'm less, saying. Less
0: prioritized. So, Ben, I I agree 100% with your <laughs> assessment, your numerical assessment. Yes. And the reasoning's 100%. I would add on, for me personally, the Bill and Frank episode was a 10 out of 10.
1: For me. Yes. Yeah. Pretty damn close, um, uh, you know. It's yeah. ten is so tough to say, you know. But yeah, no, it was
0: a ten. I don't care. It's, it's tough. For me, you know, it's it. tough.
1: It's tough. You know, it's like the dunk contest. You know, doing a fifty, <laughs> I, you got to You you <laughs> no, got give me something.
0: They get the tens across the board for me. You like, get the fifty. That, you standing up with different.
1: the fifty. You know, it's over. You give them a Vince Carter yeah, after that. one. It, it's that, over.
0: It, it was. It was different for me. Like it's just. Okay. It's the the like, when you tap into that level of emotion and relatability and. Particularly for me, I got to say emotion twice because it's just like (laughs) I remove myself from like I know at the end of the day, no matter how involved I get, this is fiction, that this is a story that I'm watching that I'm taking out. I'm outside of that bubble. But to get me close to like standing there and being like, yo, I'm part of that family or I feel like I am have a true investment in it to do that. That is strong work for me. And that's why I particularly gave that episode such high marks. So. Beyond that, like I agree with you with the numbers. I think all of that makes sense. Overall, this they they worked this genre well. There, yes, yes, there were pitfalls. Yes, there were the misgivings, but they still worked the genre. They still, even to this episode, great in having me in fearful, like just in a state of constant fear and anxiety throughout. And mm-hmm. that's the point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will go back to that episode. And like I said, it's tough for me to give things 10. But at the same time, that is the single best episode I've seen in 2023 of any television show. See? So it hasn't been yeah. topped yet. You know, I think that was an incredible, incredible episode of television. And really showed what can be done with the zombie genre that hasn't been done before as or as much of which is why I felt like the rest of the show is repetitive and things that I've seen many a the time before. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of our commenters, because a lot of our commenters and a lot of people, we're going to talk about John Wick a lot this episode probably, but uh, a lot of our people, a lot of people these days, um, I don't know. It's There's a more, even for someone who grew up in the 80s and you know grew up on action movies to the extreme, there's a bit more bloodthirst in the air I would say these days, you know. And that's something that I've always had a problem with the John Witt films and with zombie genre zombie genre even more so. And I don't know if I've really discussed this on this show but so this is a perfect time to say it. It's like the zombie genre in general involves a lot of people being shot or killed in the face. You know, mm. and what and the fact that there's zombies allows the creators and the audience to have that step away from it being people, humans, actual humans, being shot and killed in the face, et cetera. But they're still humans, and they were humans, and the good ones cope with that. You know, it's very difficult to just kill someone, even if they're a zombie, because that might have been someone you know, someone you know before. You might have hoped that, you know, they could be cured of this cordyceps in this case, or whatever it is. Indeed. But the bad ones and my, one of my issues with the John Witt films is when I first saw the first movie, halfway through it, I was like, God, this man's shooting a lot of people in the face and he's normalizing that level of violence. So it makes it easier, even though I argue to people all the time, actual violence upon another human being is a lot more difficult than Twitter fingers makes it seem. <laughs> but it, it does normalize it and it makes it where we are desensitized to it. And that's always been my problem with zombie genre. When it's done badly, it's just a lot of people getting killed by other people. And yeah. then you take into account that when people start doing well, of oh, humanity is bad. And so there's always raiders and there's always something. It just ends up being people killing each other over and over.
0: Yeah. And and honestly, that's the only way this genre can work from a humanistic standpoint because you have to detach yourself from humanity to allow that type of level of violence. Like for for anyone to allow it, in terms of even just viewing to, mm-hmm. to, to, to use the word normalize, but even be able to rationalize internalize and rationalize the story. You have to be, you have to detach the person from that. Right. So mm-hmm. let's make them monstrous. Obviously let's make them more like animals, you know, and not cute animals, but you know, animals that are there too. And of course they attack you. That's, that helps. Right. Um, if, what if like the zombies, they were just zombies, but they didn't touch nobody, but they were these monstrous, Things, but they didn't go after people. Mm. What about that concept, right? Now, I guess that would be maybe boring, but it's also just like, would no, people just see, go after th- them anyway, or?
1: yeah, no, see, there's a story there, you know, and that's mm. what I mean. Like, that's a people, you know, a lot of our people keep coming in the comments, not a lot. Some people in the comments say, you know, they keep saying, well, this is part and parcel of zombie drama. No, it's not, it's part and parcel of what you've been shown, but I can name many other zombie genres that don't do this. You know, it's just like, these are the more popular ones because violence and things of that nature are an easier way to sell stories. You know, you have good, bad, kill the bad, you win the game. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You know, even though Last of Us is a very morally complex game as we've seen and The Last Indeed. of Us 2 gets even more into it, obviously, because of choices Joel mates in this episode. But at the same time, the base of it is that violence being against people and the way that like you said, they allow the people to rationalize it. In this case, it's zombies. In John Wick, oh, everyone's an assassin. You know, it's like he's still shooting people in the face. Well, <laughs> right. I And then that's I'm why, mean. well, before I finish that, that's why I really appreciate uh, shows such as Barry, which is coming back April 16th, Uh-oh. because Barry really deals with what it means to be an assassin and what it means to kill people, you know, and the weight that that puts on someone.
0: The true implications of killing another person, even if they're categorized as bad, good, or another assassin. Like, what does that mean?
1: And uh, one of my favorite films of last year, Baby Assassins, which takes place in a universe filled with assassins. But also, really, you know, I think it is like the movie that John Wick and a lot of other films are really attempting to be. You know, to really Mm. show what it means to live in a nihilistic universe. Mm. Check out Baby Assassins. It's dead in a sequel. It's a Japanese, I think Japanese film is a foreign film. Beautiful, incredible movie. Check it. What's on Netflix? Uh, I'm not sure, man. I found it, you know, on something. I think I paid for the stream. Like, it's one of them ones. I don't know if it's on anything yet, man. That's oh, okay. And it's f- getting a sequel, so it's going to... Uh, sometime this year, someone's going to buy it. It's getting money from yeah. someplace. Yeah, because it's getting a sequel, and it's so fire. The ad shit, it's just incredible, man. I don't even want to spoil any more about the movie. It's fucking so good.
0: Uh, so... <laughs> So now that we gave our thoughts overall about this season and what you know the comparisons and all that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's talk about the things we liked about the finale episode of The Last of Us.
1: Joel trying to reach Ellie at the beginning of the episode, goddamn, broke my heart. Like,
0: Joel becoming the Terminator is what I called it because
1: no, 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 that's later. No, that's later. <laughs> okay. that's, no, that's that's Joel. We oh, mean Gordon the Hamm. beginning. Okay. The beginning before this. Before this. Okay, because I you know I'm gonna talk about things I really like because. Um, it was the beginning when Joel was trying to reach Ellie. When Ellie was just sitting there, it's so much silence. Oh, so, when so she was in her things. head. When mentally. she's in her head, you know, and she's just trying to cope with what she's been through. I mean, even when, she's, when there is verbiage, like when she says, you know, everything I've been through, everything I've done, you know, this has to mean something. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, that I, I agree. Just, just to go to the, as you say, the, the mental, emotional part about him finding her. Yes, oh. that was... I'm glad you mentioned that actually because that was one note I did not put, but that that was once again beautiful. Like how the throughout all the pain of the last episode, how it ended was the whole baby girl stuff, and that was heartbreaking. And then to see like now it's like night and it was really like night and day. I felt with Joel like Mm -hmm. you saw the brightness and the literal light back in his in his Mm. aura, like as he was like, "Hey, Ellie, like." He was like, cheery damn near. I was just mm-hmm. like, hey, look, I, I found some Jeff Boyardee. Like, he was, like, he found, like, he, I told you, he, the the clouds, the, the fog of war lifted and he found himself or or that piece of himself once again and saw it within Ellie. He even said as much to her. He was just, what did he say specifically? He was just like, um, I didn't have anything to live for. To, to that effect, he's like, I mm-hmm. didn't have anything to live for. He didn't say until I found you, he, implied it, and she just looked at him and they understood mm-hmm. but and it's towards your whole point of like that that finding Ellie that finding what his driver to wake up right to wake mm-hmm. up from that that fog of just being not of of detaching from humanity throwing mm-hmm. kids in the fire and not thinking twice about it you know popping people whatever you know like he thought of it and like you know having the, the, the you saw it change when he had the fear of losing her. I can't do this. Let me let, me, let my brother take you because I, you know, I don't want to lose you. I'm gonna fuck up.
1: Uh, yeah. And like, because he knows what Ellie is now going through. Like, he doesn't know what happened in that room, but he knows it's enough to have driven her down that path that he's already been on. And so he's doing his damnedest as a father figure to keep her from going down that path and failing miserably through most of the episode. And that's what I just. It, it was heartbreaking, but I loved it. It was just once again Pedro and Bella, like, and then even Bella when she stands up from the back of the truck she's sitting on, and this woman has grown over the shooting of this series, and then even from knowing her from Game of Thrones. And I'm like, damn, Shorty's tall now, like, <laughs> so you know, she she's, gr- and it's like she's grown in this, like, you know, you're we are going on that same journey that Joel is going on with her, and it's just incredibly well done and perfect casting, honestly, because the timing. Of seeing you know Bella grow into herself as Ellie grows into herself is fucking incredible. Like yeah,
0: it's 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 impactful and also talking about casting whoever cast her mom that Mm. was they that Mm. literally at first I was like is this a flash flash forward to Ellie being pregnant but like I was like goddamn they look like twins like that is Ellie's her mom spit out Ellie or her casted mom spit her out. Right. I was like, who is that? Come to and find why out. That, is that her.
1: Right, that is Bella's mom or something, right? right you know? <laughs>
0: right, but we'll find out later. But like I like, I just wanted to make that mention about the casting. That was impeccable. I was just like, God, I thought that was Ellie growing up. Same. But to see the whole flashback, that was and that was something else I would say was cool to see. Just the flashback of Ellie coming into the world and exactly what and, and you imply a lot, but exactly what happened to make her immune mm-hmm. and that whole process of her being born and right away, her mom getting popped by Marlene, and you know, her mom said, "Oh, well, I cut the cord right, you know, right before I got bit. I think it happened at the same time, right?" No, like she, that's
1: the it, no. She didn't cut it before, and she and, got
0: bit and then she cut it.
1: Yeah, why Ellie is immune is still a mystery.
0: Well, I right, I'm just saying because, and, and we're gonna just put pseudo science behind it, right? Something about <laughs> being an infant, and, you know, maybe, but something <laughs> about you know infancy and you know how like they say things like um. What are the the special cells, like the special cells that babies have that can help like, like heal people and stuff okay, like that? Okay, yep, yep. Stem yep. cells, the stem cells. Okay, it's something about that. And again, I'm not a scientist, and maybe someone who is in the science world can tell me. If- but it's something about that state of being a human where, like, you know how like how for example how mothers can pass on immunities to their child mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I think it has something to do with that. Um. Because they were still attached when she got bit. And maybe there was some cordyceps stuff happening. But then as a child, because your body's not fully, your brain's not fully developed and it linked up. And to your point, at the end of the day, it's still exactly how. She just had the right genes at the right time, I guess. Yes. But, the, but the point is, to see generally what happened to get mm-hmm. Ellie to where she is now was really cool. Um, and then the decision, the heartbreaking decision Marlene had to make. Like, Marlene did not want to do that shit. She, her mom was like, bro. At least mom was like, bro, kill me.
1: Etta. Etta is Ellie's mom. Etta, okay. Etta, yeah, oh, Etta. Etta
0: and Ellie, oh.
1: Yeah. Etta yeah, and Etta. Ellie,
0: okay. You know, and and, yeah. and Marley was like, bro, I've known you since forever. What are you talking about? And it's like, won.
1: You,
0: but could you do that? Could you do that? Probably not. If you're a person that you grew up with, Mm-mm. and you're in that situation, they said, but they said, "I, you know me, I love you, I need this, do it.
1: And that one I loved, but I also felt like the writing there, goes back to that thing that I have about the show where it's a little bit on the nose. Yes. Like when she's like, I won't kill you. Like, I just felt like you don't even need to say that.
0: You Just don't. Walk away. Just walk and away then, like it, and it was on your back.
1: face. Yeah. And then, you know, and then she screams at you and then you have to do it. You come back and do it. But when she's like, I won't kill you, that's what I it just it took me out and I was like, oh, this it doesn't was, you It was needless. Need it was needless. Yeah, needless. Yeah. And that's this show has fallen on that clutch uh, I mean crutch a lot. Yeah. And then the other crutch of just, you know Ridiculous violence that you know the show falls on as well, but overall I thought that scene was exceptional. It was just that one line where I was like, "Ah, yeah. man, you don't need to do this." And and it's not that one line; it's that over the se- season they've done that so much. Right. This right. on the nose dialogue where I'm like, "Oh, here right. we go again."
0: And once again, I have to say this goes back to I'm gonna call it the ben amin Doctrine from the beginning. Like the humanistic, the humanity stories are more intriguing than the the violent parts and the people killing each other and double crossing each other. Like yeah, those are like... the parts where I look up, like I'm really into it the most The, the jelly and, jelly, <laughs> Ellie and Joe jelly. I love it. Aww. Ellie and Joe, the jelly twins When you know, when they're coping with their personal traumas and, and coming into their own and, and, and coming into understanding they love each other. Like that story, powerful. The story of Ellie's mom and that whole situation, with Marlene powerful, Bill and Frank, obviously, powerful. Like those things, those areas and scenarios of not just trauma, but the negotiation in life. That mm-hmm. is what riles me up. When I'm like, oh man, this is some good shit. This is some good what what Ramsey say. Find, finally, some delicious fucking food. That's how I feel about
1: <laughs> find some
0: delicious fucking series, some show, some TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then when it gets to the the typical stuff, the pattern. Then I'm like, all right, who cares? You know, all, yeah. right? this is the, the fifth raider that came to kill, and all right, whatever. Like, right.
1: And, and Joel, Joel the Terminator, all right, yeah, this is, you know,
0: right. Well, listen, that, 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 no, goes and into, that's the
1: thing, yeah, that's that goes the thing. to something I actually like. We, we both did, <laughs> we loved it, but but I know, but, but yeah,
0: and and it's a caveat there, and I'll get to the caveat when we get to the mm-hmm. things we don't like, but the things I liked, yes, Joel becoming a Terminator, my god, when I say a one man army, and that was straight-up pure... And I, again, never played the game, but I imagine that was pure video game. The mm-hmm. way he was going, like, it, man, going through all the levels, picking up different weapons, you know, like, like until empty and then switching weapons out, like, just doing what you need to do. Like, the straight Terminator approach was was fired me, just from a, oh, that's cool standpoint. Like, yeah. nothing was going to stop him from getting his baby, his baby mm-hmm. girl.
1: Yeah. And,
0: the, I mean, and... And it was just like he got again. This is game like he got op level, <laughs> op level dodge, op level targeting, op level like look, like everything, everything op went level
1: to, intuition. Everything
0: oh. went to ninety nine, and he was in perpetual <laughs> limit break for God the mode. entire time it took him to get to the pediatric surgery center. Like that was, and I believed it, and I was sitting there like. This is, this is, he had on the, the God wings behind him and it was just going. And I was just like, I was like, go, go, go. You know what I'm saying? So I was in it. I was with it.
1: All the way. It was so well done, so well shot. You know, Joel, I mean, uh Pedro's ad thing. Just the way. It, the, no fear. The That's cinematography of that scene was beautiful. Like, how he's doing it. One shot, you know, blah, you see the yeah. bullet drop. One blah. shot, blah, bullet Blank. drop. Blank. Blank. And then, you know. Shoots the dude through the glass. You know, dude comes around the corner, blasting and Joe ducks no back. Hesitation, one shot, no, loud. no hesitation,
0: no fear, no hesitation. And that's what made it so cold. Mm-hmm. There was no hesitation, and that's usually what kill, what, what trips up people in situations like that because they hesitate, in they double, they, they they double guessing themselves, double questions. No, pop, pop, move, move, move. Do what you get the information you need. Pop, gone. The person put down the gun all slowly. He was like, and Joe was like, okay, pop. pop. They kept moving. That I was dying laughing because you know dying. me. Y'all know me who's been listening to me. Pop him first. I don't want to hear no questions. I don't want to hear no, oh, I surrender. No. Nah. No. You was the ops.
1: You're yeah. done. You got to go. You was just trying to kill me, fam.
0: You're done. The only people yeah. who got away was the two, the two nurses yep. um, or the assistants, whatever they were.
1: Um, I might have popped them both in the back of the head, too.
0: I was actually questioning why did he slow that down? Yeah. Was it because they were women? Because I don't see any, besides Marlene, I didn't see any other women he shot.
1: And he shot her with And the they
0: weren't and the women weren't armed. He clearly shot the doctor, and I'm just thinking, hey, cause the doctor's <laughs> a threat. My I was just like, damn, there's not a lot of doctors in the world, sir. But, nah, I, guess but
1: that, I mean, man tried to step up like he thought he was gonna do no, something. No, but he
0: was unarmed, but I I just thought No, he
1: he picked up the staple. That's it. He not picked up right yes, he he Joe
0: hey. had a handgun.
1: Hey fam, I ain't got time for this shit. You picked up a <laughs> weapon, like, it's me, over.
0: That's like you coming at me with a butter knife. Like, yeah, what are you gonna do but,
1: with well, that? No, but what am I gonna do? I know, but Either I'm going to shoot you, or I'm going to hit you, and if I let you hit me, you might stab me. I Loud. didn't
0: see him come at oh, him. Oh, he with went scalp.
1: for the scalpel. He hit right hand. But he
0: did. But Ben, I mean, come on, it's a butter no, knife comparatively. It
1: doesn't matter. Once again, okay, I have two choices in this situation. I can wait for you to get close, so I can hit you with my butt of my gun and knock you out. In which case, you could stab me with the staple and it's over. Or I can shoot you. Would it really
0: be over? It's just a scalpel. That, what it's that's a staple. That not a sure machete. will open,
1: That shit sure will open your ass up real, real quick. Don't well. don't sleep. Don't sleep. <laughs> You know, sleep on his yeah, that shit will open your ass up.
0: Yeah,
1: that's a razor. You know, that's I mean,
0: sl- man, says Jack the Ripper. My God,
1: it don't. I'm not waiting to find out. Blah. <laughs> don't pick, nigga. What was you thinking? You heard all the gunshots. What was you thinking? See, I'm not gonna let you take her. But see, blah. Me, me, and so and she, I mean, I don't he, give a shit what you got. As, soon as you said I'm not gonna, blah. Word. <laughs> now what?
0: But I mean, when he walked in the room, <laughs> I had an anime-level moment because I had a, a Death Note-level moment. As soon as Joe walked yeah. in the room, it froze for me, and I started thinking, like, light. I was like, well, I got to kill this doctor because he's the real threat. Not And not because of the scalpel, but because he has the smarts and the know-how, and if I don't get rid of him. Like, I literally sat there and had a whole conversation, an hour-long conversation within five seconds about... Like an anime about why this guy got to go. I wasn't even thinking about the goddamn scalpel. And I didn't I, know it was there.
1: I Honestly, I had none of that. I had, my man said, I'm not going, blah. You know, that was, <laughs> you know, like that was it. Like, I, there's no, I'm not going in this situation, dog. Now, what like, about,
0: so what about the guy who actually slowly put down the, the...
1: gun? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I, know when, I agree. I wouldn't let you slowly it, put that shit down. I, no, blah.
0: I, I agree <laughs> with the choice, but I'm saying.
1: Why? So because why
0: did Joe shoot that one? If you claim, I thought the oh, because, doctor didn't wasn't oh, armed. You no, said he was. So what about this guy?
1: Because, dude, uh, even if I get your gun, away, if once again might I, don't go have, get I ain't guns. got time for this shit.
0: Right. You know, like you was
1: just trying to shoot me. Okay, yes. so once again, I can either stand there and try and get the gun away from you, or yes. I can turn my back on you and you shoot me.
0: Or I let you go. You go run out. Says get your mans. Yeah. No, but and once then again, both of y'all come back. at You me don't me even right have now.
1: to get that far because if I try and get the gun away from you, that should be a problem. You might get my gun. You know, etc. Blah. There ain't no time for this shit. Right, I don't know you. I don't trust he, you. I mean, Joe said it at the beginning when he started shooting. I don't have time for this shit. I don't shit. have
0: time. He did say that. And, and, that,
1: and he, that and explained his actions throughout the rest of the murder spree.
0: Chef's kiss. And again, that's, that, was, <laughs> that is my MO from the beginning of this
1: world. Yes. We don't, I don't have, time have time for this shit. shit. End of story. And that's what I mean. So as soon as dude said, I don't, I'm not going to black. <laughs> I ain't got time for you to finish your fucking sentence, nigga. There's no arguing with me. There's no discussion here. (laughs) You heard how many people I just shot to get here, fam. Like you heard them dying.
0: What were you you heard? I don't (laughs) think they heard in the in the in the OR, but I think
1: yeah, the gunshots was mad loud, fam. You heard it through hell. They was moving
0: like nothing happened. That's why I don't know what they heard.
1: They was hoping shit wasn't gonna go down. They was hoping that, you know, they could keep doing, you know, that the that, that <laughs> oh, Joel was a, a car backfired. <laughs> yeah, no, they was hoping that Joel was one of them dudes catching them hot ones, you know. Maybe, like that's maybe. yeah, like maybe. they didn't You're know right. they didn't know exactly what was going down, but right. they knew hot ones was going down. They was already, you know, preparatory for surgery. They gotta go through with it at that point. Like That's true. You know? And they're yeah. trying to save the world, you know, my man. Oh my god. That's what that was, you know, that was that white man ego right there. That was that, you know, I'm about to save the world. I'm not gonna let you plow you know, Blown. please. You wasn't saving shit. You couldn't even save your own damn ass. And right.
0: and like I said, this is this is this is God level targeting because it was headshots. It was headshot, oh, yes. headshot, headshot. It was like it's no getting back up after that.
1: No, no, no. They showed you that doctor. You know, they were like, look, look at the doctor's brains on the ground. Who was thinking about saving the world? Them brains.
0: You know, he said, he said, do you feel you're in charge? <laughs> <Doctor>. <laughs> oh man. Ooh, oh, what else did yeah. I like? What else, I love the giraffes. I love giraffes are my favorite one of my favorite animals and that was just really remember I talked about one of the beautiful things about these post apocalyptic stories is when they show nature reclaiming the world Mm -hmm. and that happened slightly during the pandemic when the pandemic first started where like there were sections of certain cities you know more so in the south but sections where like the animals was coming back and overrunning areas where it was quiet and I'm like and also technically how quick that shit would happen like if everything Mm -hmm. stopped right now technically nature will come back fast as fuck and just start Within taking months. it over. Yeah. yeah, like it would be stuff covered, you know, and, and obviously, you know, that being, well, they were in Kansas City, so, you know, they got out of a zoo or something Yeah, and, you know, they in the grounds and, you know, that and whole, populating, there was a whole, whole, herd, there was a whole you know, pack
1: of them, herd, herd, herd. herds. I think it was a herd. Grass, a herd, it's a herd. Yeah,
0: and there was a whole lake. <laughs> packs
1: a, a, are for carnivores, I guess. See, see how they maybe. fuck people over? That's so fucked up. <laughs> Like, why so this be a herd,
0: pack? this you herd know. of uh, herbivores
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: was, you know, it, it was just beautiful. Soft-ass and, and... herds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that reminds me of this, and this is sidetrack, but I'll get back on track, of the Jamie Foxx special <laughs> where he says he went to Africa and he talks about the giraffes and how, and it, it was so ridiculous, <laughs> but how he wanted to make love to the giraffe because it was so beautiful.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he
0: talked about the island. But anyway.
1: Um, I just that, watch but
0: it. Yeah. it, it yeah. But anyway, the the back on track. The part of Ellie being so um, enamored and, and 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 just in awe, like to and I because that's how I'm gonna be the first time I really like be up in a to a dress face that in real life is like, oh my god, you know, and I'm feeding in and this is God's creature in my face and oh my god, we're in paradise but in hell like that whole culmination like that's a lot and and i just thought that was a sweet moment and a sweet moment between the two like they was in fucking great adventure in a safari feeding the animal right like it, it was cute it was
1: nice and it was beautiful and it was like that's that moment that ellie starts to recover from the trauma that she's been through like you know begins yeah. that long journey back from where she's been through and joel sees that and he's just overjoyed to know that there's something that can bring his, you know, daughter back to him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, right after that, we see him being like, you know what would cheer me up is some, you know, them good old limericks again, or, you know, puns. Yeah. <laughs> the puns. Yeah, bad the puns. puns. Yeah, the bad puns. And then they're back on track, you know, because Ellie's a child. Like, she will recover from what she's been through. Like, right. And that's not to say that, you know, people are like, oh, kids will recover. No, it's just that kids have more time on the earth to recover from what they've been through. It's not that kids are any more resilient. You know, they just
0: have more time.
1: Yeah, they just have more time, you know, and because things are always new to them. Yeah. So it's like, every, you know, even if they go through something traumatic, they can go through something else that's so bright, you know, seeing a giraffe. That to them is like, oh, what the fuck? You know, I ain't never mm-hmm. seen no shit like this. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like. And the way she just ran off. Yeah, they don't have like, those okay. experiences. Yeah, you could get yourself killed. Like Ellie just went through some shit where running off is not the right thing to do, obviously. And she knows that. But, you know, she's a child. And it's like she's that wonder is still there yeah and so man. that was you know that was amazing and judging by the internet more people need a little more wonder in their lives folks just wow you know but that's a whole other story Facts. <laughs> and uh, that, go ahead. Um, no I, I know you wanted to go into something else you liked right there yeah
0: so. yeah but uh, but you could continue if you want to oh, no, talk about was it. that yeah. okay that that what you said actually sequentially led into the next part because you mentioned you know they say in the puns and stuff and I always thought characters were doing this, but I did it as a as an audience. False sense of security. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I forgot where the fuck they were for a second. That was enough because they forgot where the fuck they were. And Joel, this is happy-go-lucky Joel. He ain't paying attention. Like, you know, he's not on 10 like he should be. And this goes back to what I said about that I liked about the series overall keeping me in a state of fear. The ways that fireflies crept up on them. Like, I was focused on them and the cinematography again. Mm -hmm. The way you saw, you didn't see the people, you saw the blur of them. So they kind of blended in with the background at first, but then you saw the the humanoid figures. I said, wait, there's somebody behind. And when they threw that goddamn flashbang, first of all, I thought it was a grenade. I said, these niggas is dead. Then I said, well, I'm looking at the shape. You know, I play games. I'm like, wait, that's a flashbang. Pop! Mm -hmm. And then for them to be down, I said, oh, no. And I knew it was i knew it was the fireflies at that point. But I was just like, for them to get crept on, like,
1: mm-hmm. I was like,
0: literally all the, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where you get so scared, like, the blood rushes out of, like, your, your extremities and you just get, you feel like, like you're sinking almost. I got that feeling. And I was just like, this is how the niggas go out. Like, we just saw some goddamn giraffes and this is how these niggas go. Like, I was just like, how are they going to do this to me? And then they didn't. But to me, just again, good writing, good good direction. I really like that that part.
1: Yeah, no, um, that part. Yeah, exceptional direction. You know how they get taken out, all that. I didn't. I didn't have that fear because you know I was like, oh no, it's a flashback. They ain't gonna, you know. And I know at this point they're not gonna blow these two up with a grenade. Like you geez. over
0: here saying limericks, and she say. <laughs> Fucking IUD, IUD, IED pops out of nowhere. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. I just—it was too much because I was so happy. Because, and that's the thing. When I say I did what the characters do, which is going at false sense of security, I'm like, Joe, man, he's coming. He's you know he ain't down bad no more. He's coming up. He's he's you know he's getting back to to what it means to love and care. And there goes a flash man.
1: And there it goes. But I just knew that they were, you know, all right. I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna be blown apart. Right I know
0: there. what no, I thought that shit was a grenade.
1: I was like, God damn.
0: <laughs> that is how it happens. My God. Um and then lastly, I think my thing that I liked. I think overall I liked Marlene. I think I liked that she similar to um Sylvie and Loki. That regardless of what people said or thought or or disagree with, audience or otherwise, she just followed through with what she came there to do.
1: Mm.
0: I didn't want to kill my friend. My friend said, okay, I had to do it. My friend said, keep her safe, but this is for the betterment of, I got to do it. Like, right, wrong, you agree, disagree with her. She just stayed true to her mission. And I, I respect that. So I think overall, like Marlene, like you, some of that dialogue was kind of hackneyed, but. I still
1: I still like Marlene, I like Marlene a lot, and I think that was that was the choice that I know that a lot of people had a conflict about, and Bella said that this episode is to be quite controversial because it was quite controversial in the game, right when you're faced with that choice and I'm not sure how it goes in the game like if you can actually make the choice, you know kill Ellie or let Ellie live, but Ellie survives either way, obviously into the second game and right. That becomes a big source of conflict with you, I mean, with Joel and Ellie in the second game. Because mm, yeah. you get to play with both throughout, you know, both of the games. Mm. So it's not like you're either character, you're just their story. So they have a huge source of conflict. And even at the end of this episode, when Ellie takes that, you know, okay, it's, we know that that's not the end of that. And we know that Ellie knows that more than what Joel is telling her went down there. Mm-hmm. And we know that's gonna come back up at some point and cause more conflict for these two characters. So I thought that was cool. I like that. You know, I thought the ending was kind of, um, I guess this is where, I think that's pretty much it for things. That's it for things we liked. Yeah. yeah. So things that we didn't like, I thought the ending was one of those things. I actually had to go run to the wiki because I had not done this yet because I didn't want to spoil myself, but I wanted to know, is this how the game ends? And the game ends pretty much the exact same way. Okay. With them approaching the town and Ellie questioning him, I mean, questioning Joel and Joel saying, nah, you know? It's basically the Godfather ending of the first Godfather, which is a bit of a spoiler for a 56-year-old movie. I can't remember that at this point. But (laughs) at the end of the the first Godfather, which was recreated in Luke Cage season two, at the end of the first Godfather, Michael Corleone has become the Godfather after his father died and after his father did not want him to be that, he was trying to keep Michael out of the business. But his other two sons were not capable of taking it on. And Michael was the vicious ill dude so he becomes the godfather and his wife comes in you know he's just ordered the murder of like 10 people his wife comes in and asks him about the business and he tells her this one time this one time i'll let you ask me about my business michael michael did you ever kill anyone michael (laughs) no sends her ass sends her ass out the room (laughs) And then the trail of other mob bosses comes in the room to kiss his finger, and he closes the door on her. So that was basically Joel, right there. You know, Joel's like, Did "I feel nah, nah, shorty. You know, yeah. you know what happened. You know, I just, you know, do-do-do-do-do, yeah. you, know, you know, things happen. I had to get you up yeah. out of there."
0: Yeah, like, and and let me be clear: like, no one has to explain the mechanics of this to me, and and how, why it was written this way, and as you said, that's how the game ends. You don't have to explain that Game ends. You don't have to explain that to me. I still the ending bother me because this is abruptness yeah and that's my design sure Mm -hmm. i fucking hate abrupt type endings like that because and i get it there's and i don't know if that was planned at the time when this game first came out and maybe it was but like i get it you're just leading up to the next story but i hate that i hate the, the the because it wasn't a this goes back to how i told you about how as structurally sound in this series is I never felt good half the time. It's oh, I don't those,
1: think it's that structurally sound. I'm
0: talking about the, the series Yeah, generally. I don't think so either. Okay, well, I do. I mean, that,
1: that, that led to the abrupt ending is what I'm talking about.
0: Generally speaking, from a mechanical standpoint, I don't have a problem with this series, but it's just stuff like that where I'm just like, it doesn't make me feel good. There's just so many things like it, when I said before about it's not a bad episode, I just didn't feel good about it. It's another thing where I'm like, I just don't feel good. I'm like, what? Like, I was like, where's the rest of the episode? Like, it just felt short, even. And I don't know, because I was just... It was just so much dramatics with him going through the building and, you know, doing the taking. But I just... I was like, how, right? And 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 I'm going to mention this before... I just going to mention this later, but I mentioned it now. Like, the lying. Like, the level of lying that's happening or... or misdirection or or ch-
1: lying?
0: changing of reality. Oh, to my suits like that, you know, the, that, that bothered me deeply and and, I, and and it's clear Ellie knows this nigga is lying. Like, yeah. at least to me, I, I see the energies and the, and the power and because they're so both great actors, the type of information and communication that they can infer with just their eyes and their tonality and their face, you know, just mm-hmm. a twitch or whatever it is. Like, they don't have to say them, but the the way that they can convey what they're feeling without speaking, it is clear as day, in my view. Ellie was like, God damn, you lied to my face. You even swore on it and still holding it down, right? So it like puts her in a different, like she was like to go from trauma to not really being snapped out of the trauma, but finding some light in that trauma to then pure trauma again. Like, how do you come back from that? I don't don't think you can. And the one person in this world that you said, I will follow you to the ends of the earth. Mm. That's what I was just like, oh gut punch again because I'm just like what but then yes maybe to your further to your other point about structurally that that's why I felt abrupt I'm just like where's the rest of the story
1: and alright one you cannot plan for a sequel you mm-hmm. know that's, that's unfair well you know how
0: people the, do cliffhanger it's not fair but people do that a lot
1: well but if you have a cliffhanger you know you're getting a sequel right mm-hmm.
0: Some people have very ego, <laughs> big egos. Well,
1: that's more of a recent thing because back in the day, you were not going to do a cliffhanger, you know, like ending. You wouldn't have a cliffhanger ending on your movie. Like, okay, let's say uh, *Bats to the Future, right? It doesn't have a cliffhanger and then the movie ends. And right. then it has the the tease of more adventures. Correct. But that doesn't have to ever go anywhere. Or it can right. go a million different ways. It's a closed loop. Yeah. See, yeah. Two could have been a million different movies, you know. It doesn't, you know, because they didn't know at that time. They're just like, well, let's just tease something. You know, just in case, this is a hit. But if it's not, no one thinks about it. But this, you know, Last of Us was not designed where it was like they knew they were going to get a sequel or that there would even be a sequel. It was going to be, this was the story. Back to John Wick, which was the story, right? And so it's so like you're
0: they, saying they, they built this game, what, this is the I, first part, uh, mm-hmm. purposefully like this.
1: This is how it ends. And this is what they thought that their story was done. And once again, because it's a game, and people have said this in the comments, they feel like, this series, this season, could have even been two, two seasons. I'm, I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. There might have been more in the game. You could have fleshed out more, and maybe then we could have got an episode with the black kids. You know, an episode here and there. But at the same time, that might have been just a it little. It might have been dragging much. it. Might have been dragging it. But I think because when you're playing a game, you're getting a different experience, and the emotional climax of that firefly see- scene, being in it as Joel killing all these people, saving Ellie. And getting out of there with Ellie is gonna hit different. And so when it comes to this last moment and he lies to her, mm-hmm. you you might it might really hit you differently playing a game versus yeah. seeing it where structurally I felt it just felt a little rushed. It felt I, like, I, I like the end
0: Yeah, you know? I didn't like that feeling at all, bro. And also yeah. people gotta remember when you're gaming, like not only is it a different experience, just just physical, the different physical experience, the different visceral experience, it's, you literally can pause it. You yeah. can at, and and at almost usually any time, or there's checkpoints you could pick up where you left off and stuff like that. Like you can take yourself out for and a you minute. You take
1: L's like that's the other take, thing. Like, right, and you could take Joel L after doesn't make L it through that through that level, level like that. That's
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. like you know, it's sometimes it's, it has to be. And when I say and I don't mean it in a negative way, but repetitive. Like the repetition yes. has to happen because that's the nature of that's like one of the basic structures of a lot of gaming is repeating because you and, can't get there right now.
1: And then so when you get there, the reward is even greater because you're sitting there like, yeah, I finally killed all them dudes. And I got Ellie.
0: I grinded. I cleared that board whatever. I got
1: Ellie out of there. And now I get to hear this moment. Yeah, game over. You know? But for us, it was like, well, Joel murders through this level and grabs Ellie like it's nothing. And then it's like, game over. And you're like, "Okay."
0: I mean, man had (laughs) wings. He had Icarus wings.
1: Man's put on that motherfucking uh what is it, Grand Theft Auto when all the guns and armor and shit just dropped from the sky and he just chose whatever he wanted. It was like, I ain't right, God Man. mode. You know, he could see through walls. I mean it yeah, was just like,
0: I was just like, What like I know he was he was good, but god damn, like where did this come from?
1: And it once again goes back to that writing where you know she's like, You made it across the country, I lost everybody. You're gonna kill all my peoples, you know. Stupid <laughs> like, dialogue. It's like, bro. He's it's like, like,
0: all right, we, we get it. it. He's
1: a bad asshole. Yeah. But and then that I know that was something we liked and we disliked was yeah. Joel murdering through everybody. Yeah.
0: yeah, I had it on both times. Yeah, Joel, me too.
1: I, I, I didn't like, write it both times because I was like, oh, yep, there it is.
0: Yeah. And and also just the and and more so for me the the selfishness of it, right? Mm. That's what do you mean? really so. When she told him, and first of all, I understand why he mm, said that. Okay, yep, yep. Understand? Like, we got there, we did this under the guise of doing something good for humanity. Marlene never fucking told me that we're going to have to essentially kill Ellie to make this work. You never told me this. You lied. You did. You, you lied by omission, right? You didn't tell Ellie what you was doing. You just took her and prepped her for... Like, you know what I mean? Like, all this stuff's happening that's not what the what the assumed bargain was, right? The assumed bargain and, you know, you made assumptions and what do they say? You make an ass out of you and me. Whatever. Yeah. You made the assumption that, oh, it's going to do some blood situation. You know, she's going to be alive. Nothing like, oh, cordyceps grow in the goddamn brain and to do anything with this, you got to basically go in the brain. You will kill the person. There's no coming back to that. So you're not thinking about that. You're like, oh, there's some new age shit that they could do. Okay, fine. No one said to the contrary, right? No, Marlene didn't say that. And Marlene knew from junk so i understood why joe flipped out like bro you lied me however mm-hmm. when marlene explained what was going on joe made the decision of i don't give a fuck that's my daughter <laughs> right and even prior to that and remember, that ain't your daughter remember prior to that on the same episode when joe was like when after he was looking at giraffes and shit joe was like hey yo let's just go back home to jackson hole and rightfully and i get it ellie was like I, this would have been for nothing. Like we got all the way here for nothing. All the things I've done, all the things I've been through, the people we've killed. Blah, 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 blah. Like she's still human, right? Like I can't just let that be for nothing at the end of the day, right? Fine. And she said that Joe had that in his head. And even after listening to Marlene, it was just the the the, the weight of being lied to. And I want what I want, which is my daughter Ellie, my new daughter Ellie. That was enough for him to say, "Fuck y'all, I'm gonna fuck do humanity." This. So that's what I mean for me when I was just like, I also, as much as I loved it, I also did not like it. Because, like, you made a united you know, decision based on your own selfishness.
1: And that You could say that. it's
0: love, but it was selfish love.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's that thing that comes in the game. It's like, that's the difficult decision that everyone's faced with. And it's one of those things that most people are going to choose to save Ellie. You know, they're going to be like, no, that's my daughter. That's my family. Right, I, because
0: I, I don't fool him. But at the same wrong. time, it's like you just <laughs>
1: shot ten people, at least, right? So those yeah. ten people's lives are worth less than this one, yes. Because you just murdered them.
0: Yes. Uh, Kathleen asked the same question to Henry. It was your brother's life worth more than my than my brother that was the leader of whatever resistance, and I had yelled out, "Yes, bitch!" So you know. See, I don't necessarily agree. And that's fine. And that's the but that's the conundrum, right? Yeah. It's like. You don't agree in certain instances. You don't agree in certain contexts. You don't agree in certain scenarios. Whereas the next person is like, I don't agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it always depends on the scenario and how closely you know that character or person. How much they affect you. How much they're consequential to you. Right? So, and and that's the beauty of this show is that it makes you interrogate that. And that and that's when, when, when that shit happens, it works well. But, you know. Hmm. So what happens next, Ben? I mean, we get we know season two will come and they like episode two or three. They announced season two was coming. Um, oh, yeah. We already know that was part two of the game. Um, like you know, and, and it's less of predictions but more questions. Like was Joe wrong in lying to Ellie? I want to ask you that. When 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 he sat there, and first of all, the lies sounded like a lie. He was like, "Oh yeah, the Raiders came up." I said, "Nigga, Cap,
1: Cap,
0: that's Big Cap, bro, Cap," because this is they crept up on you. The fireflies kept on you, and and notice, remember, it was always princesses another castle at every turn. This time it was severe, firefly central. Fine, really? It was cap, and it felt cap. The and he was like, yeah, and and If then nigga said, uh, I would have been like, you lying, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> but but to my question to you, what's Joe wrong in lying to Ellie?
1: And you, I opinion? mean, at that point, what else he gonna do?
0: In your opinion, though.
1: Ooh. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I would have told her the truth. Look, they were going to kill you. No, but he he knows he can't tell the truth because Ellie is willing to sacrifice herself for the good of humanity.
0: So what? If, so what if he told her the truth and said they were going to kill you, yada yada mean, and I killed them all? Then what? would You're
1: happened? a monster, Joel.
0: And she would have dipped out on him.
1: She's she ain't gonna find another doctor
0: because the doctor could do this. <laughs> But
1: there's obviously more because you know Marlene said that you know there's you know there's others you know he ain't the only doctor was, yeah that's so, did she, she really
0: said, say that
1: yeah she said even after you've done there's still a way out of this drone
0: well she said it's still a way out she didn't say there were others I thought he made that up
1: no 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 he was saying no he, he made that there debble. was dozens of others he made up like, no no he said no, he said there's he said there's dozens <laughs> of other infected that that were immune
0: yeah and I said yeah. who said that who yeah told now that
1: part that part's a lie. But okay. there are obviously other doctors, and there's going to be people who are doing research and trying to figure this out. And Marley yes, probably has yes. a whole circuit of people. It probably ain't one fucking doctor, especially as dumb as that dude was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's got to be others. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, no. But that's the problem. Like, Joel wants... what He wants his selfish love. Like, everything is about replacing what he lost.
0: And then it started getting creepy when he was talking to Ellie. And even Ellie Super. felt it. When he was talking to when he was walking back to Jackson Hotel and... Ellie, about how his daughter used mm-hmm. to like Sarah, right? How she used yeah. to love hiking and did that. And I'm just like, and then yeah. he tried to clean up and said, Well, I'm not comparing her to you. Like, yeah. I was like, it's kind of too late. You're already making this conversation with me. I don't want to hear this. Yeah. It was weird.
1: I think, I know that in the game, this goes down, but I think by the second season, a lot of people are going to hate Joel. You know, I think it's
0: already starting.
1: Yeah. I think it's already starting and it's just going to get worse. But, once again, it's that thing, like, who would make that choice? A lot of people, you know, and this goes back to what I was talking about earlier on the internet, you know, people say a lot of things on the internet that they would not do in real life. And a lot of people are raised by the internet, so they say these things because this is their only outlet and they can't say a lot of things in real life. So it'll be like, yeah, I would kill a
0: So the complications of the truth are worse than the implications of a lie. The complication, because if you told, as you as we said, if you told her the truth, literally, verbatim, yeah. what happened, the complication. Yeah. But then there are future implications, clearly. There's current implications already starting to form about this lie. Yes. And, and I'm the, just like, is this at the end of the day, are you going to lose her worse or just the same as if you told her the truth? Was there, was there a win win?
1: No, there's a lose lose situation. Mm yeah. Was there no any win,
0: win rather? But yes. No, there,
1: no there's yeah. no win. There's it's lose. You're gonna lose in this situation. You're gonna lose Ellie eventually.
0: The minute and he decided to go Terminator, it was like, all right, you made a decision.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, because if you don't go Terminator, you lose Ellie. So his his you know, either way, he's gonna lose Ellie. And that's the thing. This is you a story. You
0: lose her about, no matter what.
1: This is a story about fatherhood. You know, you're going to lose your daughter one way or the other. Your daughter's mm. going to grow up, you know? And that's what Joel can't accept. Joel lost his daughter and he can't accept that. He's still not accepting that either way he was going to lose Sarah. which And and you
0: see that there.
1: Sorry, John Wick keeps coming up. But that was like (laughs) my whole thing about John Wick, right? His wife buys him this dog because she's dying and she wants John. She knows what a monster John is and she doesn't want him to go back to that life. His wife dies. The dog gets killed and John's like. Well, maybe I should honor her wishes or fuck it. You know, it's that selfishness of like, fuck it. Let me go back to, you know, my monsterhood. Cause I could just go get another damn doll.
0: He went back to what he knew. Yeah. And also, I mean, I'm listen, I don't want to get too much of the job again, but
1: we're gonna did, get into that more anyway.
0: Did you did you notice the mirror of when Joel had Ellie in his arms and he was like taking her out, you know, t- trying to get her out the hospital and all this other stuff? To when that, when he had Sarah, when Sarah messed up her foot, her leg mm-hmm. or whatever, and he was carrying her everywhere. Like that yep. exact mirror image, you know what I'm saying? And for him to essentially be in that same place. And he felt like how he felt when he was in the field with that army guy, where he said, remember he kept saying in the beginning, he was like, I did nothing. I should have did something. I froze. Da-da-da. He turned around, for him to go under the legs of Ellie and shoot Marlene, like, he's like, I'm redeeming myself for what I felt I should have done with my
1: daughter. Yep. Definitely. And once again, it's that thing. Like, you're going to lose these things, you know? And these things aren't meant to replace the things that you've already lost. But the
0: type of loss is different, man. It's different. Like you said, your daughter growing up, okay, finding a life, marrying someone, having fun, fa- Okay, that's the different type. And it's not true loss. It's, it's a change. It's a metamorphosis. You don't lose them. This is a different loss.
1: This is life.
0: This is life. Go. So,
1: you know, like, you don't get to choose. You don't You're get right. to choose the You're time right. you have with things, you know? Mm. You get to appreciate the time you have with them then. And once again, that goes back to the time with the dog gonna die, you know? But it's not about the damn dog, fam. It's about like, you know, yes, the dog was taken from you abruptly. It's about the thought of yeah. why. The yeah. symbolism. But eventually, it's going to be taken from you one way or the other. You know, like, if, no matter what, like you can be like, well, I got to live this time. At the amount of time don't matter, because when it's taken from you, that grief going to be the same. So it's like, you're going to have to deal with it. You know, it don't matter. You get a hundred, a 1, thousand years with someone. When, and when a thousand and one comes, you're going to have to deal with it. And that's what Joel has not ever dealt with. You know, he's just like, well, here's my new daughter. You know?
0: When we were going through this series and every you and everyone kept talking about how tragic this shit is, like, most of the season, I thought there was gonna be a situation where Ellie was gonna kill Joe, cause like, mm-hmm. yeah, cause people were talking about betrayal, this, this and that, and I'm like, okay, she gonna kill him. This episode is when I felt it the most on their way back to Jackson Hole, because, yep. and I don't know, if I was imagining shit. Once again, was was that the gallows they were building? Apparently, they were. But if I was imagining shit or if I really saw this, but I felt like as she was walking behind him, she was eyeing the gun on his hip. Yes. Like, should I take this nigga out now because I mm-hmm. know he lied to me or whatever? Yep. Like, I felt she was. And she was behind him the whole time. And I was nervous once more. I was just like, is she gonna
1: Yeah. Because that's like I just said, that's life. You know, it's not about you know how long you have or whatever. It's the the tragedy of life is what happens to these relationships as you go through them, you know, and that's the tragedy of the show. And that's what I knew was the most tragic part is about the show. It wasn't about that either of them were gonna die, it was the fact that their relationship is going to get broken because this is mm. a story of life, and most relationships you know, they end. Like, you either lose someone or you lose them. But either way, you lose them. You know, that's just how it is. That's life. And that's the tragedy of it. And that's why it's about appreciating every moment you have with these things and not being like, well, now I need a replacement or I got to go back to the way I was because, you know, this is all I had of that person. Mm. It's like, that's not what it's about, fam. You know, it's how you. About move you, forward and grow. You move forward and grow. What Endure and survive. You know, and that's what Joel is not to quote doing. The
0: comic books, the in-game yeah. end, end or the in-show mm-hmm. comic book.
1: And that's what Joel is not doing. Joel is enduring, but he's not surviving. You know, he's enduring what he's been through, but he's not surviving and growing and learning from what has happened and being like, "Well, yes, I had a daughter. Yes, she died, you know, early, but she could have died of cancer at 2 years old. She could have been hit by, you know, anything. I had all that time with my daughter. I have to thank God for that time. You know, because life is tragic there's only one way out of this shit
0: so i imagine season 2 again never play the game it's going to be a time jump of some sort she's going to yes. ellie's going to be a little older if not right. a little at least in her 20s or something like that yeah. like um i just cuz what she's 15 14 15 now i'm just like what how do you move forward with this person who like you know, it's like you just kind of have this in your back of your head at all times. And it's like, at what point is it going to be the right time? Because you talk about he's not going to survive. Not with Ellie. No. Ellie's not going to let that stand. She will not allow it for, for, for too long. It's like she's going to wait for the perfect moment. And when I say perfect moment, not like you're, you're premeditating. But I'm just like, what is it going to be? It's like going to be something situ- a situational where it's like you got to make a decision. She's just going to pop Joe. Like, that's what I'm trying to understand.
1: No, I don't think she's going to pop him. It's just going to be a natural thing where she's going to move away from him. Just like mm. a father daughter relationship. Okay. Like Ellie's trying to grow into a woman, meet other people. Things are going to happen and she's going to move away from him. And just like any relationship, we all have people in our lives, right? Where they do some dirty shit, but that's been your homie forever or whatever. And you're like, all right. But then eventually you're like, ah, oh, man, nah, they just keep fucking up. You know, I got to move on in life. They're enduring, but they ain't surviving. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. So I got to, I'm surviving over here. I got to keep moving, fam. I can't be that same person you wanted me to be for 20 years ago. Yeah. And that that's what Ellie is like. I can't be Sarah, fam.
0: You can't be and, Sarah. And and ahead. not only that,
1: Sarah wouldn't be Sarah. That's see, that's what Joel is stuck on. Yeah. Joel is stuck on having something that was never going to be there.
0: And she's frozen in he has her frozen in time of how and she that, was. That
1: perfect image. Oh, Sarah loved this. Sarah was this. Oh, she had the most beautiful. No, no. Sarah was growing into her own. Sarah was about to, you know, be like, Yo, my dad ain't shit. He probably a Trump voter. You know what I mean? <laughs> like stupid buck. I keep saying that about Joel and Tommy. You know, like both of them are probably a lot more questionable people than we want to make them out to be. You know, because Maybe. yeah, because we're following Ellie and we love Ellie so much and he's saving her. But if the world hadn't gone to shit, I don't know if my politics or anything would have agreed with Joel's and seen what a violent sociopath this man is. I seriously doubt it. You know. So that's the thing. Joe is stuck on stupid, not stuck on stupid, but he's stuck on a time <laughs> that, you know, it's slightly stupid, but he's stuck on something. And a lot of people get like that. You know, it's like, no, this was taken from me at this time. You know, grief, it's hard to deal grief. with, you know, grief. but like having lost people in my life, one of the things where I've had to deal with that, learning to deal with it, is that I've learned eventually it was going to happen. You know, mm. that's it. And I have to think about all that time I had with them mm. and how certain people don't get any of that time, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what I have to think about. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Back to John Witt, back to this person, back to this. Vengeance ain't the answer. You know, Joel goes on a quest for vengeance. You know, it's like, I'm going to kill everybody because then my daughter was taken from me, you know? And it's like, bruh, like she was going to be taken from you eventually.
0: Mm. Yeah. You Yeah. Know? Damn, I just can't imagine harboring that for years later.
1: I mean, you know, got, go, like, Oof. shit, family, you know, the, the grief I have is going to be with me for the, till the end of yeah. time. Well, it's just but, learning but, to deal with it.
0: But more so, Ellie, dealing with knowing the lie.
1: That's that grief.
0: The bold face. That is grief, you're right. That that.
1: Because yep. I wonder if over, something dies oh,
0: in you. Like, that trust yeah. dies in you.
1: Yeah, that's that grief over that relationship. It's all the same, relationships. That's all life is about, relationships, you know what I mean? And we lose these relationships one way or the other. That's how it is. You know, and it's like either somebody betrays you and your trust is gone. And you, you know, that relationship is gone. Or they're gone from this physical plane and that relationship is gone. It ends one way or the other. And that's life. You know, and you have to learn to deal with that. And a lot of people don't deal with that very well. All
0: right. Well, this season ended one way or another.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the end. You got to learn to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is the end of season one of The Last of Us. I'm not sure if you had anything else to add on, but um,
1: um, no, you know we talked about John Wick a lot, so uh, check <laughs> us at John Wick screening. What is that? This Tuesday?
0: This Tuesday? Yeah. If you if you're just now hearing this, it's too, too late. late. <laughs> <laughs> if you're reading this, it's too late. Um, yeah. but yeah, we're we're gonna be doing a screening this week. It's like movie week for us. We're doing really a is. screening of John Wick um Tuesday, and on Wednesday we're doing a screening of Shazam um in partnership with the relative. Distribution houses. But anyway, um, big ups to everyone who were able to pick up passes. We will see you there if you come in from out of town or if you're in town, just saying hello. Say what's up to us. Take some pictures. We'd love to chat. Um, let us know what you think about the film, all that stuff. Argue with Ben I Amin. Mean. He'll tell you you're wrong, whatever. But that said, yes, we had an amazing time, most times, not all the time, <laughs> in reviewing The Last of Us. HBO's The Last of Us based on the game. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you are following us on your favorite platform because we are everywhere. Look for For All Nerds on the Googles. That is how you listen to and find all the amazing videos and audio and podcasts and tweets and everything and live streams of everything that we do. We cover pop and geek culture. That is what we do. We cover Marvel. We cover MCU stuff with our Views from the 616 show. We cover Game of Thrones with our um castle black podcast we have podcasts that don't even have names that are podcasts we got <laughs> we got it all but it's all under the for all nerds show or for all nerds umbrella fan for short the fan show we love you we appreciate you we salute you for all the support and love and well wishes we saw everyone still telling people about us yo there's a companion podcast that talks about the lack of us the last of us call the lack of us listen to them that's what we need, y'all. We need the word of mouth. We need y'all to push, 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 push. If y'all know someone who knows someone who got some pull, who got some clout, hit them. Please put them on our put them on the radar, put us on their radar, whatever you want to say. Make sure you're following us on your on your socials at For All Nerds. Make sure you're following mm. myself at Tatiana King. This gentleman over here at DJ Ben Hamine. Okay. Um, what else? Make sure you're on shirt. our Patreon. Yeah, the shirts, shorts. As you said, but, but look at his shirt. Let me do that first. Look at his shirt, look at his shoes, all right? This nope. Oh man, this Sketch Sawyer design nope tee in the image of Akira. This shit is first of all one of my favorite designs ever. Go to 40nerds.com to Oh my gosh. I'm like I'm I'm like screaming because I don't have my shit. This is so fire, bro. Pick this up, please. Along with the amazing other designs we have. We have that Lionel Richie design that everybody love. That looks amazing as well. Uh, we have all of our other designs coming up on ForAllNerds.com. Our merch is another way you can support us. When you go to ForAllNerds.com and purchase merch, that stuff comes directly to us, okay? We don't have to go through no big corporations. We ain't got to fight with the man. It's us, okay? So we use that to churn out more merch, to churn out more designs, to make this show better, to pay our staff. Everything we do is because of y'all. We appreciate you. Hit up our Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash ForAllNerds. Every tier is a good tier. You get special privileges. Shout out to the people who got their passes just like that because you got it before everybody else. Stuff like that. Make sure you are locked in there. Our Twitch, twitch.tv slash Nerds. Um, Hit us up October 19th, I think it is. We are going to be at the National Museum of African American mm. History and Culture at the Oprah Winfrey Theater because we are guest speakers on that panel there. This is the Afrofuturism exhibit that has started now, I believe, in March yep. or will be starting. It's going through the end of the year. We are going to be speaking because we are expert in our space. Um, that's going to be amazing and it's probably going to be homecoming weekend for howard university so make sure if you're going to be in town for that be in town for this um we'll put as we get closer we'll get more information about how to get your passes to go in there and watch and listen and all that great stuff um some more stuff is coming up bro yes when that that gets finalized the the ink is dried on the paper we're gonna announce it but it's but it's i'm gonna keep it low but
1: we'll be out in la soon
0: more opportunity, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Also, I said this to people online, like, we're going to do our best to try to get y'all screenings elsewhere. We know New York seems to get all, only all the love, but we're going to look to see if we could get y'all screenings in other cities in America. We know, you know we love you, fam fam, all over the world. What else, Ben? I mean, anything else?
1: I don't know. That's just so crazy that, you know, it's just amazing, and thank you to everybody that we actually have people in every city looking for screenings and things <laughs> of this nature. Every
0: city, and all over the world, but like, you no, know, yeah. like, this I, this is this is no ego. Like, fan-fam is global.
1: I saw we was up in Iraq recently.
0: I, we big in France. <laughs> we big in... I, what's it? I'm OD in Paris. I'm OD in France. Uh, <laughs> to quote Baby King. But, I mean, South Korea. Like, like we everywhere. And, you know, just the love is so amazing. And it's so cool. Like, we, we need that. We want to see. Like, if y'all... Even if you're on vacation somewhere and you're listening to us, like, post that. Like, do the screenshot. Show your shirts. Like, tag us. Like, we're not gonna clown you, tag us on your stuff. If you got some AKAs, you know, we're gonna light on you. Like, tell us, we want to enjoy how you enjoy listening to the show and the content, and everything. So, please appreciate your love.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, and yeah, we'll be uh back soon. I'm not sure what else. Oh, but we'll, we will definitely have reviews for John Wick this week, as well as for <laughs> Sazam. Uh, Sazam, the Fury of the Gods. Yep. Uh, more Mandalorian coming up. I got to catch up on episode three. We'll probably return with that sometime in the near future. I don't know. Maybe after episode. Oh, we might. Four.
0: We might even like we might put them together. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three and four. Maybe we'll yeah, do it like that. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, we'll be back with more Mando. Much more to come. Like we said, we will be in LA once this ink dries, and we'll <laughs> let you know more about that. But thank you for that reach out to that redacted person right now, and <laughs> we'll be back.
0: Peace.